Hi, and welcome to Connecting the Dots, the podcast. My name is Cassie Hubert, and it's my pleasure to be hanging out with you today. This is the podcast about connection between creativity and motherhood, our relationships and our ability to perform for those of us who are performers. This is the conversation where we talk about the ways that we can more deeply connect. And if you are a creative professional mother, then you're most welcome. And if you're just a creative mother, then you're also in the right place. So tune in to these conversations and my thoughts about the nature of motherhood and creativity. So today's episode, I wanted to explore the idea of it's not what you know, it's who you know. Now, I don't know if this is something that you've experienced growing through your own creative professional journey, but I know that for a long time I've heard this. This often gets thrown around in the media. It's not what you know, it's who you know. That's how you make the connections. That's how you get the work. And the more I think about it, the more I think that that is true, but it's also really confusing and not the most accurate way of expressing what that truth is. So if you will allow me to expound a little, I've been thinking about it. I think in this world where we have a sense of scarcity so often, we feel like there's only so much room at the top. We can feel very pressed to go and pursue specific relationships purely for the benefit of getting ahead. And even if that's not done in a particularly mercenary fashion, we feel like unless we make connections with A-list celebrity number one or so-and-so down the road, you know, even when you know someone, you naturally want to make connections with them. And if you know someone who's working in the industry that you want to be working more in, then it's, it's natural to think, oh, I wonder if we could make connections. But I want to ask you, because this is something I have found... How often do you feel that little nudge to go, oh, if I got to know them, their fame, skill, expertise, influence, perhaps even more, would rub off on me and therefore I will fly in my career? I know that's something I've considered over the years and it's something I've grown up around. And it's a really hard one because on the one hand, if you know someone who's a producer, then should you work together, there is the chance that they'd produce your work and you get the opportunity to make your work and their influence will give you the opportunity and the springboard to further notice, further opportunities and that's completely understandable, normal, etc. However, there is always a slight danger that that falls into the category of use and you end up using somebody else. And I know that I have really struggled with this. I remember that in drama school in that final year as our third year was coming around and all the pressing sense of getting agents and getting signed and getting work because you've just spent three years in a relative bubble of your drama school but come that time at the end there is this immense pressure or there was for me to get yourself signed with an agent and the terror that if you did not get signed, you would just fall off the side. And then if you were lucky, you might do the odd tiny bit of fringe work, not get paid. But basically, within about five years, you should probably give up your dreams of being a professional actor because, frankly, there was no point. Now, I never totally believed this, but it's really hard to avoid that. I remember writing to agents and really struggling with the fact that I hated selling myself but would love to have a chat with them about what I could do. And I think so often we have this idea that we've got to somehow market ourselves as a product. And that's kind of true when you're a performer like myself. That is something that you sort of, in some ways you are your product, so it's kind of confusing. But at the same time, you can't make people love you. 
You can't make them like you. I had the opportunity to meet a an agent at quite a prestigious agency and I met her through a friend and she was lovely and we got on really well it was really nice but I had absolutely no idea how I was supposed to close the deal and the truth is I never did and I remember trying later on with the sort of encouragement of somebody I knew to say hey you know follow up those leads go and call her and I remember calling her a couple of years later just saying hi how you doing basically I want some work have you got any ideas and you know what I look back on that with both a mixture of um, amusement slight embarrassment and kind of understanding of my lack of understanding I knew her barely but she was I suppose not a cold lead as these things go. And yet the idea of saying, hey, I know you, will you give me work, is also a bit bizarre. And when you think about, it's not what you know, it's who you know, you think about all these connections, you look at celebrities or particularly successful performers or artists who have met so-and-so and then that person meeting them has meant that they've worked together and then this has happened and that's happened. And it can be so tempting to assume that we need to get to know this person because they are the influence that will springboard my career into the stratosphere. And yet, what I really think this phrase comes down to is not so much get to know the influential movers and shakers, so much as work with people that you like and want to work with. If you look at particular teams or working artist collectives that seem to come together over the years and often go back to working with one another, it can be really tempting to think that there's some kind of elite and you have to break in. And yet the reality is they've been working together because they like working together, because they trust one another, and because they trust one another's work, their work ethic, because obviously over the years there has been a foundation of mutual ambition or mutual goal, and they know each other. Now, you can either dismiss that as some kind of either nepotism or favoritism or just elitism, or you can look at the fact that they forged relationships with one another where they could work together and those relationships have been fruitful, so they've continued. I really think that the whole it's not what you know, it's who you know is less about who you know as in which star can you anchor yourself to. Rather, it's a case of who do you know that has vision and creative insight or ideas that line up with some of your vision and your creative ideas who do you like that you can work with who do you get on with who can you make work with and stand to make work with and who has some of the things that you don't have and come together and form a much stronger team because so often in life I think we feel we have to be able to do it all I know there's this lovely um, turn of phrase of triple threat. You can sing, you can dance, you can act. Now I can sing and I can act really well and I can dance pretty well. I don't think I'm going to be a triple threat in the dancing arena, especially at the moment, because I'm most definitely not fit for purpose and this is not an area that I've really, really honed. However, I know I can dance. But the idea that I have to be a fantastic dancer as well as a fantastic singer and a fantastic actress in order to make work that's worth making feels both counterintuitive and also a little bit disheartening. Now, that doesn't mean I shouldn't work hard at the things that matter and, and develop myself. And there aren't so many areas of creative endeavor that we can strengthen. You know, if you love dancing, go to a dance class, but do a dance class because it feeds you, because it inspires you, because you like how your body feels when you move. You like exploring where your body can go next. And yes, it will make you fitter and it will probably make you feel better about your body image purely because you're moving and using your body. And you know what? If you can dance a bit better, then you're going to be a better dancer when it comes to things that you have to dance in. But it doesn't mean you have to be a professional standard dancer to enjoy dancing or that your contribution to this 
career and profession are less valuable because you only have two out of three. That's just not true. What you bring to the table is unique to you, your insight, your experience, your understanding, your background, and your unique sense of vision of what creative problems need solving, what creative stories need to be told, whether that's through dance or through singing or through songwriting or writing a play or whatever it is. So when it comes to who you know, I think the founding heart of all of this comes down to relationships. A real relationship is not one where we use the other person in order to get ahead or get what we need. In an equally matched relationship, there is real camaraderie and joy and we do support one another. So where I lack dancing, but you have great dancing, but I have better singing, then, you know, play to our strengths. That makes sense or whatever. But actually, maybe we should be looking around to who do we know already? Who do we like Who do we trust? Who do we know that we want to make work with? Do you know, the irony is I left drama school and I didn't get signed. And it wasn't because of the quality of my work. You know, I hadn't left having wasted my three years. I'd really grown and I had a lot to offer. But for whatever reason, that wasn't the time for me to get signed. I did get work. Not maybe as much as I might have done if I'd been with a big agency. I really thought I'd go to the national and then this would happen, that would happen. Bim, bam, 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 bam. Big career. And yet, if I look at where I was at right then, I wouldn't have been ready to A, handle that, and B, I hadn't found myself as much as I now have. The irony being that now I am fully unschooling my children, I've, my eldest is nine, and it is very much a case of finding what work fits in the gaps and what work I want to do. And what's been so wonderful about having a supportive husband who is the one who brings in most of the money is I've had the supportive environment to really commit to our family. And it's been a really wonderful learning curve. And it's meant that I have deepened my sense of self. I continue to be creative throughout my family life. I continue to take on projects as and when they appear, sometimes really sporadically. At the moment, it seems to average about twice a year I get to do something professional. And what I have found in that time is that my creative skills have continued to grow. But my ability to go off and chase auditions, should I even get the access to those, is not doable. And I don't want to put my family life on hold, but I do want to work. I do want to make the exciting work. I'm now in an environment where I am down south, back in the land of Sussex, near some very good friends and people that I've known over the years who are hugely creative. And there is the opportunity to potentially make small little projects with them. Does it matter? It's not hugely in the public eye well I guess it depends on where you see your value of your work they are exciting people they're people with creative ideas that their creativity fires and encourages mine suddenly I've come away going ha let's put on a concert looking at mothers and the role in musical theatre this could be awesome and it's been really exciting our rehearsal process will not be 10 till 6 every day for four weeks it'll probably be snatched evenings or weekends around the kids and our families but it does mean that we could still make work those are the people I know There is work I want to make. We line up with our ideas. And for a particular project, we can come together and maybe make that. And I think that is something that's so exciting. I think we get so used to the global world and the internet's been amazing for that. But that we can forget that what is local is usually where we have the most impact. But the reality is the most meaningful impact I currently have is with those immediately close to me and my family. And those who by slight extension, I get the opportunity to serve. And I think if we think about who we're serving with the stories we're telling, who are we serving? 
it's more encouraging way to live, but it's also more effective. And it will be work that you can be proud of, but that will also serve your audience. And yeah, you know what? It might get picked up and go viral. But equally, if it doesn't, it doesn't mean your work is less worthwhile. We still have the desire to make work and to perform in it. And I reckon there will be ways you can make that happen. So in conclusion, I want to encourage you to look around. Who do you know you can have joy making work with and you can make something greater than the sum of its parts? So thank you so much for tuning in. It's been my pleasure to host this and I hope it has blessed you. If you would like to connect further, then hop on over to my website at www.createperformandmother.com where you can sign up to my email list and receive regular emails, more insights, see the blog and generally know what's going on. If you would like to support the podcast, you can hop on over to my Buy Me A Coffee page, which you can also access from the main website. And you have the option to support either in a one-off donation or from as little as a pound a month. And every little bit helps. So I am so grateful for all my supporters. Thank you. If you'd like to connect with me on social, then my handles are all below. I'm on Instagram and Twitter most often. So do join me over there. And I would love to hear from you, hear how you're getting on, know what is inspiring and challenging you in your creative motherhood. It's always a pleasure to make connections and, you know, meet other people in the same boat. So all that is left is for me to wish you a wonderful week full of opportunities for meaningful work and intentional family. God bless.